0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind.
1: Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. Feeling today, big dog. <clears throat> I mean, you—you—you kind of know how I'm feeling. Yeah, you're feeling, feeling pretty good. You had just—we just had some pretty good dinner. Well, I'm your, not referring to just that. Your tummy feeling good?
0: Yeah. So we got this uh, for for you, Westminster natives and people who who are from Carroll County. I got hip to this place today. Apparently, it's like a gourmet hot dog spot right next to Rock Salt Grill on Main Street in Westminster. We got that for the first time, and it was pretty damn good.
1: We got uh, so you and I decided to get <clears throat> three different hot dogs. One had crab dip on top of it. Mm-hmm. One was bacon ra- wrapped with... with some sort of like sauce on top of it, French fries and jalapenos. They're
0: sort of like French fries. Yeah,
1: it was like little like potato sticks.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. And then we got another one that had. Was it was macaroni, onion strings, and macaroni and cheese? Yeah, they were they were pretty good. Don't get me wrong, like for a hot dog, it was pretty expensive.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite though. They Neither were we- they I- were all pretty damn good. They were all eight out of ten, <clears throat> solid. Yeah, all eight out of ten. Like, I'm gonna i I want to try them all now. Like, of course, naturally being from Maryland, I want to lean towards the crab dip one. You know, it's crazy.
0: I think the best hot dog I've ever had a crab dip on it has got to be a Camden Yards. Hmm. Those
1: crabby fries are delicious,
0: dude. They do it. They they used to like like for people that have been to Camden Yards. When you're coming in, um, from from the direction of the Hilton and uh, Pickles, yeah, to the main from the main entrance where the statues are out in front of the out in front of the stadium next to the museum. Um, that first restaurant or the first little concession stand immediately on your right as soon as you walk into the stadium. They used to have a hot dog with mac and cheese and crab up on top of it. Oh, good lord. Yeah, oh, I was fire. Take my money, oh, all of it. I they don't do it anymore. Or they might. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll find out on May nineteenth.
1: <laughs> on May nineteenth, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, um, I might find out tomorrow night. You, you might, you might Who be one of the game.
0: Yeah, we might. Uh, we might go get hammered, get hit with a foul ball, and then go gamble away, and then go gamble at the casino. Seems like a good idea to me. Yeah,
1: I don't know what could be bad about that. Neither do I. <laughs> Maybe no supervision. <laughs>
0: I need an adult. Considering the fact that uh, <clears throat> the way it sits right now, I think the most responsible adult that is going with us is Andrew's older brother, Chris.
1: And if that's the case, fuck. <laughs> we might be screwed. You might have to take your own handcuffs. <laughs> oh, might have to, yeah. Like, Hold on, officer. I got it.
0: Here you go. Well, well, he only has to cuff one of my hands because... I'm, know, <laughs> I'm currently sitting here recording this in a sling because I... uh. May or may not have, but definitely did dislocate my shoulder at work. Yeah. So, yeah, people, people listening to the episode, if you want, if you want specifics, uh, shoot me a text and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the best you can over text. It's
1: kind of hard to explain.
0: It is, yeah. Um, because I know I told it to you over text, and you were very, very confused. And then when I gave you like a visual representation today, it made more sense. It definitely
1: made a lot more sense. Yeah. I still think you subluxed your shoulder, which is a minor dislocation, and. You, oh no! They told me that I, that that <clears throat> I dislocated it, like a minor dislocation. Yeah, and you injured your labrum of some sort because the labrum is literally what holds the ball in the socket in the shoulder joint. So if something's holding something in place and something is not in that place anymore, the thing holding it in place has got to be damaged in some way.
0: Yeah. So urgent care definitely told me that I uh, dislocated it slightly. Yeah, and I have a sprain. Yeah. I'm trying to get an MRI to see, or I'm trying to go, I'm trying to see an orthopedic now to see, uh, exactly the extent of the injury. Yeah. But, yeah, they'll be able to tell you. But of course, with today being Good Friday, I think a lot of offices closed early. Or just closed period. Or closed period, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of, uh, chilling.
1: Chicken winging it. Chicken winging it. So, speaking of, uh, injured and, uh, little, little, uh, battered and bruised, uh, Russell Westbrook, his, uh, his name, his uh, reputation in the league um, is now battered and bruised. I don't know if you saw his exit interview with the, uh, with the Lakers. <clears throat> um, I
0: was going to ask you about this because I saw it on our little ideas list. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, what exactly was this? But um, I figured I would just wait to be surprised.
1: So a reporter asked him, I don't remember... The, uh, I think the exact question was, um, like, uh, do you think that you, I think, basically got a fair shot on this team? Um, and he said, no, he didn't get a fair shot to, um, get comfortable and be his best self on this team. And <clears throat> he said, uh, the reporter asked him or said to him, I was like, well, uh, LeBron and AD, had your, you know, had your back all season. He goes, yeah, that was all fake. Holy shit. Yeah. We'll have to find the interview so I can show you after the episode. Yeah, he basically said LeBron and AD didn't have his back all season, were fake. It was all fake. Like, yeah, in the public, the uh, they had his back, but I guess in the locker room, they didn't like him and didn't trust him. <sighs> I also heard that uh, from day one, him and Frank Vogel didn't get along. That doesn't surprise me. Like day one, practice, warm ups, shoot around, meeting, whatever. Day one didn't get along. That doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, like he's done. You can't. You can't have an exit interview saying that your teammates, like that, like LeBron and AD, two big names like that. You can't. You're done. So here. So see,
0: here's the thing. So the whole thing with Russell Westbrook. I mean, a big reason why I was very, very happy that the Wizards traded him is because I knew he wouldn't be able to reproduce reproduce what he did the season before when he played for Washington. Yeah. I mean, he had he had one of his better years playing for Washington and I mean, I'm
1: a, I'm I'm a fan of Russell Westbrook. Um but he's past his prime at this point now. With his style of play, yeah, his his style of play doesn't translate to longevity.
0: Right. Which there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> no. There's he, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that.
1: He played really well while he could.
0: Yes, he, like like Russell Westbrook is the type of guy that never takes a night off and doesn't take a possession off.
1: No, high energy the whole way through, whole whole game through. So
0: that's just something that's very very hard to sustain over a long period of time the, in the NBA. But I think so. I don't know how true that whole thing is with LeBron and Anthony Davis being fake, like to him in, when it when when they were in private. Do I think that could there be a lot of truth to it? Absolutely. But of course, there's three sides to a story side A, side B, and the truth. Yeah. Um, but coming from, coming from the perspective of LeBron and Anthony Davis, if you really think about it, your team traded for somebody who is not going to sit back and take a beta role. Yeah,
1: you knew what you were
0: getting you with him kn- you when you knew traded for exactly. him. Exactly. You knew exactly what you were getting. You were getting a third alpha male. That like, like, Russell Westbrook is an alpha male.
1: I'd say he's probably a second. I don't know if I'd say Anthony Davis is an alpha male. He's an elite talent in the NBA, but I don't know if he's an alpha male.
2: I, I
0: think you can say he is. I think I th- people have forgotten that he is because he's been so injury-riddled riddled as of recent. But when Anthony Davis is on the floor, he's probably one of the five most effective players in the league. Doesn't make him an alpha male. I mean, I, I think it does personally because Anthony Davis is the, is the type of person that you can give the ball to and say, here you go. Last two and a half minutes, the game is tied. We need you to produce or we fucking lose. And Anthony Davis is going to be the guy who's going to, get you a, who's going, who's going to give you
1: the best shot at a bucket every single time down the floor. So that's why I said I think he's a really good player and a great player, but I don't know if he's an alpha male. When I think alpha male, I think of, like, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, they're going to yell at you, get in your face. Like, that's what I think of when I think of alpha male. Boogie. Boogie's an alpha male. He ain't going to take nobody's shit. LeBron. LeBron's going to yell at you. Like, when, that's what I think of well, when I think alpha male. Okay.
0: I, I, yeah, when you, when you put it in that context, yeah, I, 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 I see what you're saying. Um...
2: I don't know. It's so it like it like it's so tough because like if you really think about it, okay, you gave up a lot of pieces in order to get Russell Westbrook.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: With that, you also signed a lot of players who had the potential
1: to really really help your team. Malik Monk, Austin Reeves,
0: right, right. Like like you like you signed a good. I mean, Stanley Johnson played really well for him for a he few did. games.
1: Um, Bazemore is not a bad guy coming off the bench,
0: right? Kent Bazemore is a good player. They got Rondo back, yeah, who they ended up trading away later on in the season. But that is what it is. Sure. Um, so I mean, they, they made a lot of good moves that were actually pretty beneficial to the team in order to in order to
2: um, excuse me, in order to build around the big three that they have, and I think it could have worked
0: very very well. But the only problem is, is that you trade it for somebody who's pretty much a, who is pretty much a smaller version of LeBron James. He's a ball dominant guard. He needs the ball. He doesn't move well without the ball. And see, the whole problem is, you can be a ball dominant guard. There's nothing wrong with that. It works for Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. It works for Damian Lillard. Yes. It works for John Moran.
1: I know Jason Tatum's a forward, but Jason Tatum.
0: All right. Um, like, like, like you, like, it works for James Harden, Luca. It works for Bradley Beal.
2: Yeah, well.
0: It works for Steph Curry, yeah. Regardless, you can be you can be a very ball dominant guard, but the whole thing is you have to know how to shoot the ball at 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 an effective clip. Mm-hmm. Granted, Russell Westbrook probably has a better jump shot than you and I both have because he's that is what he is literally trained to do. Yeah, and is paid forty million dollars a
1: year on a annually to to do it i think he had like a top six highest contract like annual salary in the league last season it mm-hmm. doesn't surprise me that's insane
3: i think
0: everybody <laughs> who was behind john wall who let john wall's probably my favorite probably my one of my favorite nba players ever um the, like like when he got drafted to the wizards that was when i, when I was when i really got into the nba mm. so I'm, I'm i'm a very very big john wall fan but John Wall has paid the most out of
2: anybody this past season. you know how many games he played? Uh, I'm going to guess eight. Zero. <laughs> he didn't play a game. you know how many games he was healthy for? 82. 82. They chose not to play him. Yeah, I was going to say, he hasn't played in like two years,
0: has not he? He played He played last year, and when he was on the floor, he played pretty well. We're, get, we're getting away from the topic of Russell Westbrook. Eh, we're kind of not, but we kind of are. Um, <laughs> it, it relates. It, yeah, it, 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 it does relate. Um... We're in left field, but we're in the field. Correct, yeah. The ball, the ball may have gotten hit to second base, and we're running out to left, but you know what? We're, we're close enough. We're working on it. We're doing our best. <laughs> we're, getting, we're, we're getting there. Give, us, give me like five minutes, coach. I'll get there in a minute. I'll, I'll reel there. it back in.
1: I'll get there as soon as I can. Um, but yeah, that's just so odd. To Damn. publicly come out and like, I, want, I almost want to say shame your teammates. Because see, see, this is the thing. I think the most controversial, so the most controversial thing that Anthony Davis has
0: ever done is request his trade away from New Orleans. Which I don't w- blame him, which the rest of the NBA did not blame him. And Chris Paul also did, and he did not get ridiculed for it. Nope. So,
1: wh- whatever. That, that is what it is. The biggest stigma around Chris Paul is him not being able to go to the Lakers when Kobe was there. And that's not even his fault. The NBA denied it. Why do you think that happened? Uh, because. <clears throat> do, you, do you think
0: they actually denied that trade because they thought they would be way too dominant?
1: Yeah. They want parody,
0: they want. But then again but, but then again, okay, yes, you want parody, but why would you allow the sign I I guess, I guess they can't really veto like free agent signings? Can't. But trades you can. It's just so strange. Like, you... like of all trades to veto. Yeah. Of all trades.
2: It's just, it's just so strange. Anyway. Um, you know what are we talking about <laughs> Russell
1: Westbrook being a bum.
2: Well, he's not a bum.
1: He also um, said that. Uh, oh, I re- I remember the point that I was going on. He also said that um, when fans started calling him West Brick, that's when he started getting really pissed off because at that point they were like um, defaming his last name and his family, um, and that he had a, he had a real big problem with that. So I can't blame him for that. I do not
0: blame him at all. See see the ter- the terrible thing is is that sports fans are so relentless no matter what. Like case in point, you and I were watching whatever golf tournament is going on currently.
1: Uh, RBC something like that. Some, yeah,
0: something like something like that. I don't know where it is, but regardless. EDC Las Vegas, I don't know. It's e- not it. Fucking EDM Coachella, whatever. There it is. <laughs> um but the whole the whole thing is with that if you're, if, like, like, I would get mad, too, if I was a professional athlete and somebody was throwing dirt on my name. I would get very, very angry about that. So I can't blame I can't him there. Um, that wasn't the point that I was going to make. I don't know what the point was that I was going to make and why I brought up golf. Oh, because, oh, with fans being relentless. You and I said that, oh, that was a shit shot. Shouldn't have done that. But, like, then again, at the same time, like.
1: We couldn't do any better. No. They were like hit. there was a par three. It was like one ninety. It was a very narrow green. You had water on the right and then rough on the left with like a few bunkers scattered through there. And n- n- none of the three. It all, was like all three. All three. Put Jordan it in, Spieth, Justin Thomas, and Shane Lowry. Three very very good golfers. Right.
0: All three put it in the rough. And like I like... think
1: all three were in the Ryder Cup.
0: Yes. Which is the which is the most dominant team of of golfers. Yeah. Assembled. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so I, I, I can't blame the guy for being mad about, about fans being like throwing dirt on his name.
1: Dude, I don't. mean, we've seen like football and NBA, like fan like players from all over the leagues, um, say that like they're getting like death threats. Dude, like their again, families are getting death threats. Like, like then dude. again,
0: then again, at the same time you went to the chiefs game with me, with the Ravens. You heard what I was yelling at Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, like, like I like, I, can't, I cannot say the word that I was calling him at the game on this podcast.
1: <laughs> I really can't. You were a little inebriated. No excuses, but you were a little inebriated. Well, I was also very hyped up. First game back in M&T. Probably, home opener. Probably the best football game I've ever seen in person. Dude. Oh, my God. I'll never forget it. No. That, that was the, so good. There, there are very, very few few sports moments that I will ever forget. I think the only thing that could top it is maybe if we host an AFC championship and we win. The only the only thing that tops like my favorite Baltimore sports moment. That one is number two. Delman Young's double oh, basically man. double with I, JJ Hardy uh on his horse. I always talk about that one. Yeah. Coming around third base and scoring. Genuinely. Genuinely. In the wild card round? Yes. Against yeah. against the Tigers. Twenty thirteen. With Jabba on the mound. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um so, two things. So, th- this is a little off topic. We'll, we'll eventually get to the MLB. Um, the worst sports league in all of, in, in, in all of American sports. But anyway, um, we've said it before. It's not... A, yeah, it's yeah. terribly run. Yeah. Um, fire so, Rob Manfred. So, during the... Yeah, fire... Fire... old Robbie. Uh, fire... <laughs> fire Bobby. <laughs> fire Bob. Fire Bob. Um, so... During the Orioles' seventy-fifth year anniversary, which was two or three years ago, something like that—I can't remember exactly how long—but it was it was it was somewhat recent. They went over the top ten list of all-time moments for the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Number one
2: was Cal Ripken breaking the Ironman record. I had a feeling. Number two was Dylan Young. That's number number two was a player doubling over us winning the World Series. <laughs>
0: Like over us winning three World Series titles. Yeah. We had four pitchers pitch have twenty wins one year.
1: Yeah. That was the number two moment. We saw John Means throw a uh, almost you know, a perfect game. Almost a perfect game. But he was one walk shy, I think. I think he had a walk. I think that was it. But he threw a no-hitter. I think it was a bullshit walk too. Yeah. I think it was like a 50- should, fifty it should have been perfect. I think it was a fifty 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 fifty. Yeah. Um
0: but the crazy thing is, you know who did that list? It wasn't a fan, it was the Baltimore Orioles. Really? The Baltimore Orioles openly acknowledged that Delman Young hitting a bases-clearing double to complete a comeback in Game 2 of the ALDS was the number two moment in their entire storied history. Yeah. The Orioles may be spastic now, but there was a time where we weren't. <laughs> that stadium went spastic when that happened. Dude, like, genuinely. Like, I've, like I've, heard, I've heard M&T Bank Stadium pretty damn loud. Like, when Odafe Owe forced a fumble and recovered it.
1: We got that stadium. What was it? 143. What the um? When at the Ravens game versus the Chief, the decibels. I think we got it up to 143. Was that? Is that yeah, right?
0: it's pretty damn loud. Yeah,
1: like we like.
0: I've been there and I've heard. I've heard that stadium loud as shit. I can honestly tell you, I have never heard a stadium louder when
1: JJ Hardy scored. Dude, I'm telling you, like. Like the baseball atmosphere, like playoff baseball atmosphere, like as much shit as baseball gets, like for being like boring, whatever. Playoff baseball, uh, dude. I oh, watched the world. I watched the World Series last year when the Braves won. I was I was watching um on TV, dude. That stadium was fucking rocking,
0: dude. Uh, so so I'll, I'll I'll tell you, and another person that can attest to this is Tyler, because me and Tyler went to the game together. Okay, um, I was like, he could like barely drive. And I'm younger than he is, so like <laughs> we were like just two kids. Just took off in the middle of the week. The had middle, no business being had there. No business being there. Yeah, um, but I can tell you, after JJ Hardy scored, and like the whole stadium was going crazy, we sat up in the nosebleeds, and I kid you not, when they were doing the Seven Nation Army chant, mm-hmm. I could literally feel the like the upper concourse sh- rocking, shaking up and down. Oh, good heavens! Yeah, that would terrify me. Oh, it was the coolest moment of my life. Yeah. Um, we got way off topic. That was a good conversation. Though. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it definitely was. Um, but yeah, the whole Russell Westbrook thing that sucks because this season could have gone so differently. Yeah. If if like, if they decided to say, okay, we'll take Demar Derozan and Buddy Heald. we'll get rid of of Kuzma and maybe another piece, and we'll keep everybody else. Mm-hmm. I think the team wins the
2: wins the title. They make a damn good run at it, right? They're they're in the Western Conference Finals against the Suns. I don't know. Have you heard that? <laughs>
0: yeah, I was my throat making some weird noise. I've done it before. It happens. Yeah, it, there's it, nothing. It, it, there's literally nothing you can do uh, about uh, it. No, 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 no.
1: Um, I think they're in the Western Conference Finals against the Suns. Do if, you? Yeah. I don't know if they lose, but they like like that's the minimum.
2: I think they're a top-four seed in the, in the West, for sure. Yeah. At that point. So if you're one versus... So if
0: they're the fourth, and they win... Granted, they win and beat the fifth seed. They probably beat Dallas in the first round. I think you could make a case that they could end up as the third. I think you could as well. Um, but given how the season turned out, I think they would be the fourth. Behind Phoenix, mm-hmm. Golden State, and Memphis.
1: could even fuck around and be the fifth. Could, yeah, they, they could
0: be the fifth depending on what Dallas does. Yeah. But I, I, I think they would end up playing Dallas
2: in the first round. But then the winner of that would play Phoenix. Mm. But, the, but then if they're the two or the three,
0: like, li, like literally, if, if the Lakers sign DeMar DeRozan and trade for Buddy Heald, your second round in the Western Conference would be Phoenix. The Lakers,
2: Dallas, not Dallas, Memphis, and Golden State.
1: That's too much. Wa- that's too must watch series. Yeah, you gotta watch. You gotta watch them. And all. see, the thing is, the, the both of those series would probably go to seven.
0: In all honesty, and then the Western Conference Finals will go to seven.
1: I think the only one is, um, maybe whoever plays, uh, whoever plays Memphis, maybe takes it in six. Because of the youth, yeah. Just because of the youth and experience, yeah. And uh, I think, well, yeah, all three of those other teams have, have been there. But I will say, I and and here's 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 a
0: little bit of a bold take. Like like it's so fun to look back and say, <laughs> what if this happened? What if that happened? We've yeah, t- we've talked about it before. What mm-hmm. if Derrick Rose never got hurt? What yeah. if Brandon Roy never got hurt? Yep. What if uh, What if Detroit took um took Carmelo Anthony over Darko? Yeah. So I mean, like, what if? Yeah, it's 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 always fun to say that. So like, what if they signed a Martyr Rosen? What if Buddy Heald got traded there? I think, in all honesty, then this is this this would be this is a bold take. I think uh, Milwaukee would repeat as champions. Really? Because I think at that point the West would be so beat up. Maybe just yeah, they'd just be tired after playing seven <laughs> two two seven game series. Right. Because see, um. The next topic is playing games, so we're kind of getting there. Mm. Um, so we we can t- we can t- we can talk about a little preview for the for the playoffs now, since we're technically in there. Yeah. Um. I don't think,
2: I don't think Philly is going to be all it's cracked up to be. Cause I think James Harden's lost it. Hmm. Like I don't see a lot of confidence in James Harden.
1: He came out hot when he was there. Maybe that was a mental thing, like a new place, new city, fresh start. Got after it, and I'm sure some problems have arose within the team, and now he's lost it again.
0: Right? Because I mean, like, like I don't think like jo- Joel Embiid is a, is a great talent. You can make the argument argument that he that he probably should win MVP. He's my MVP personally. Um, but that 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 is what it is. Um, I don't think he can get it done on his own.
1: No, in the playoffs. There's no okay there's not a there's not a team in this league that can get it done with just one. like this league is so you need two stars. you need two guys. would you consider
2: Chris Middleton a star I mean, he made a few plugs uh, because that, that's, that's that's a real
0: loaded statement that you, that, that you made. I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you, but then again, like would
2: you say that he is a star? I'd say he's a star of the league. Okay. He's not a superstar. Right. He's a star of the league. That's Giannis's uh Robin. Well, what about uh well, Memphis technically does have two stars. Jaron and Ja? Yeah.
1: But but once again, they're not going to win a championship. At least I don't think. I don't think they make it through the west. There's I don't I don't see it. I I hate to discredit a team and right. and just say that they don't have a shot. But I think the road is just so, 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 so tough for them to, to get a championship.
0: I think it's definitely an Easter Conference team that wins the title this year. You think so? Yeah, just because the West is so loaded. Like, dude, the 4v5 like is Utah and Dallas. Yeah. If Luka doesn't play, Dallas loses that series. Mm-hmm. And think about it. The three or the two, the two versus seven is Memphis and Minnesota. Yeah. Min- like Minnesota's third third best player is D'Angelo Russell. He's kind of a dog. D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell is nasty. They have Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns. That's a trio mm-hmm. that can carry you far. Yeah. Minnes- Mi- Minnesota's about about to be up. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm call I'm calling it now. Minnesota's about to be up. Okay. It Mi- could be. It won't be it, it, it won't be this season because I think ultimately they do lose to Memphis in the first round. Yeah. But give it some time. Anthony Edwards is getting is only getting better. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns is getting better. And, and you have D'Angelo Russell, who's a, who's a damn good player. Mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of pieces around them. They add more pieces. Anthony Edwards is a fun guy. Carl Anthony Towns is a good player. They'll get a good vet. And they'll be a good team because of it. And then uh, tonight, we have
1: the playing games who I don't know who it is that's playing. It is the Cavaliers taking on the Hawks. And then it will be the Clippers um, taking on the Pelicans. Mm. That's tonight. So um, the um, seven-verse-eight-seed games took place on Tuesday. That was the Nets as the seven-seed taking on the eight-seed Cavaliers. Um, The Cavaliers lost by seven. Uh, almost pulled out the win against the Nets. Yeah. Um, I said it. I was like, man, this is a game that would could be tough for the Nets. Like, they could end up losing that. Um, yeah. They ultimately pulled it out. They got off to a really strong first quarter. They ended up uh, outscoring the Cavs 40 points to 20 points in the first quarter. Kyrie Irving not missing a shot until the fourth quarter helps a lot, too. <laughs> helps the cause. <laughs> it de- it definitely, definitely helps the cause. Yeah. <laughs> it helps the cause. And then... Um, the the Timberwolves, like you said, ended up beating the Clippers, um, in the seven versus eight seed game. So they the um the Timberwolves and the Nets clinched their seven seed spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Wednesday night, the Hawks played the Hornets, smacked and them, beat them one thirty two to one o three. Did um, you see Mikkel Bridges chuck his uh, mouthpiece in the stands? Miles his Bridges, Miles, yeah, Miles right. Bridges, yeah, hit that uh hit that poor lady. Um, uh, everyone's given Miles Bridges a bunch of shit about it, dude. I, I don't blame him. The mouthpiece
0: was wet. It, it slipped out of his hand. He would have cracked homeboy right in the eye of his mouthpiece if, if, if it wasn't that wet.
1: True. No, it's just. Dude, he's <laughs> a competitor. Like, he just got ejected from a play in game to make the playoffs. He's pissed off. He's upset. He's a competitor. Yeah. Right. That's like, if. <laughs> you can't get mad at him for that. No. He,
0: I mean, like, immediately after the game, he said, Somebody please get me in contact with her. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, That's he wants to me. apologize to her.
1: Right. Like 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 it's, it's not like he's like he did the moment. He just got ejected from a playing game to make the playoffs. He's pissed off, he's a competitor, he wants to win. Like, right. He's an athlete. It's not like one of those things where it's like it, it happened and they're like, Hey, what do you think about this? He's like, he's not like fuck her. Like, I don't care. Yeah, he was pissed in the moment. Right. He later realized what he did was wrong. He wanted to, he apologized and said, and then wanted to get in contact with her and make things right. A very sincere apology. He even said he's like
0: he's like he's like whatever happens happens. Like I'll accept any punishment. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight it. He ended up getting fined thirty grand. That's a bit of an overreaction. I think so too because I don't think Steph Curry Steph Curry didn't get ejected when he threw his mouthpiece in the finals. No, but then again, at the same time, how are you supposed how are you going to eject the? Uh, one of the faces of the NBA, as opposed to somebody who just jumps really, really high and dunks the ball really, really hard.
1: Just does cool things. Yeah. Yeah. See, but like, that's the thing. He's a competitor. Like, <laughs> right. if you get kicked out of a game in a very, very important game, you're going to be pissed off. Like, not and, mad about it.
3: And, and
0: like, 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 it's a very competitive game. On top of that, your team's getting waxed. Yeah. Like they were getting crushed. They were down 30 at the time when he got ejected. Mhm. So, I don't blame him for being so mad. Like, I don't I don't see the big deal about it. He hit like he hit the chick with
2: the mouthpiece. It's not like he took off his damn shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who throws a shoe, honestly? Um I could see
1: uh, Michael Beasley doing it.
2: That was a quote from Austin Powers.
1: Interesting but I still could see Michael Beasley throwing a shoe. In the
0: first movie, Michael My- Mike My- Michael Myers. Jeez, Friday the 13th. <laughs> Mike-, Mike Myers gets sniped in the head by some dude who chucks a shoe at him.
1: Who throws a shoe? Honestly. It's so funny. Um, and then in the Western Conference, the ninth versus 10th place um, happened. It was the Pelicans versus the Spurs, and the Pelicans won 113-103. to 103. So that leads us to
0: tonight, Friday night. I told you those Pelicans are going to be spoilers.
1: Yeah. Dude, um, they look good. Did you see Zion's dunk? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what his definition of healthy is. Cause he like Zion Williamson just did a 360 dunk in warm-ups. Yeah. Granted, he could
0: probably do a 360 dunk with no shoes on. Probably.
1: Yeah, for sure. I've s
0: i have like I've seen videos of him doing an East Bay, which is a, a dunk between his legs for people that don't know, uh, off a of vertical.
1: Yeah. It's insane. Like that's nuts. So tonight we have the Cavaliers taking on the Hawks for the 8th seed. They're currently game. playing They're currently playing now it's
0: the end of the first quarter. Cavaliers are up 36 to 26. 25.
1: Yes, 25, I'm sorry. <laughs> um dude, I like the Cavs. I uh I I really do like them here. I think they're... Darius Garland first quarter, 9 points, 1 board, 3 assists, 3 steals. Dude, Darius Garland is such a young stud. So, do you remember when we would uh play NBA 2K? I forget what year it was, maybe 20. Uh and we would like build franchises and like Oh, of course. like Darius Garland would always get drafted and like he would always it was him or Zion Williamson would win rookie of the year. Yeah. Or um whoever it was, Ja. Like, ja. Him or Ja would end up yeah. winning like rookie of the year. Um <laughs> dude, and like it's crazy cuz he's actually turning out to be exactly what they predicted him to be. Just a a a Dominant score, a bucket getter, just a dominant score.
0: You know, it's so it's so disappointing that uh, Colin Sexton got hurt earlier this season.
1: I know because if he if he was still if he was still and Jared Allen, he's hurt too. He, is he? Yeah, I think I think if they had Jared Allen, and Colin Sexton, maybe without, without him, but Colin or Jared Allen alone, I think they beat the Nets. I think
0: they do too. Um, I mean, I mean that that should be a very fun team to watch because they're very young. They have a lot of really good pieces mm-hmm. like Sexton. Mobley, like Mobley's is a freak, man. Yeah, I was very high on Evan Mobley when he got drafted.
1: If they have Jared Allen, uh, first, so if they win this game, they'll play the Heat in the first round. I think they could beat the Heat. I think they definitely could beat the. Heat. So, so the competitive balance is so, it, like, like the
0: competition is so much more balanced in the Eastern Conference than it is in the West. It is for the, sure. The West is very, very top heavy. Yeah, with talent. The East, it's much more, um, it's much more
1: balanced, um. Like, like the, the Pelicans are fighting for the 8 seed right now. They had a regular season record of 36 and 46. They were 10 games under 500, and to be honest with you, they probably win tonight cuz Paul George isn't playing.
0: They were six they were four games under 500.
2: 5.
1: True. Okay.
2: Cuz 41 and 41 is 500.
1: You're right. But they uh they end up winning tonight cuz I think Paul George is out.
0: I think the Pelicans do ultimately pull it out. I caught it last I caught it last week when I said they were going to play spoiler. Yeah, and I, 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 think they're, I think they're going to do it again. Just because they have, they have so many pieces. I mean, I mean, dude, you have Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum.
2: You have two guys who can go for 40 any night. True. Kawhi Leonard can't guard both of them. He's not even playing. What?
0: Dude, dude th- d- he's been injured like all season. Dude, that, that he's shows, not playing. That shows how much I've actually paid
1: attention to this season. Kawhi's been out. There is no way in hell that the Pelicans lose this game. Paul George came back to play one game uh their their last game against the Timberwolves, um he had a pretty good night and uh now he's in the health and safety protocols and yeah. can't play tonight yeah so he he's he's done so i think the cavs end, end up holding on to this lead and i think they end up winning and then i have the pelicans winning as well
0: so now the so now the whole thing is is something that i um something that i am curious about do you think um do you think the clippers will blow it up after the season um
1: cuz at this point it's not working I don't think so. So they've only had what two years of it. Last year, they had a pretty decent run. And
2: but, then
1: this year, they've just been injured.
2: But see the whole like the whole thing is is
1: that the expectation was so high for them. It was sky high. I think they could still get it done. They they got to give them a year. I I, I think this year kind of has an asterisk next to it. See, so the whole so the whole thing is is that their their contracts make them so
0: strapped with the salary. Mm-hmm. They have no picks, and and as as you can see, so so in the NBA, there's really two ways to build a team. Really, really, with any any franchise, any any sport, there's two ways to build a team. Baseball's a little
1: different, but um, for the most part, either you either build your team by buying it, or you do it by drafting it. So I think it's more prevalent in the NBA that it's one or the other because it's such a small roster. I feel like in the, in the MLB or in uh, in the NFL, you have to kind of have a combination of both. Yeah, like You can't just draft a team.
0: The MLB is a little bit more reliant upon buying it.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Just because prospects... prospects
0: I mean, dude, Jared, Jared Kelnick, last year for the Mariners, came in. He I think he homered in his first AB and then proceeded to... Uh, get caught out for the next 64 and he got sent back down to triple a
1: yep so it happens it it, it happens and, it, and he's still regarded as one of the top prospects
0: in the bigs yep. so
1: so in the moe yeah you got to buy it um, right it drafting matters a little bit the nfl it's kind of you have to have a balance of both you have to have some rookie contracts that you're not paying a lot so you can go out and spend the money in free agency um and then in the nba you can do one or the other you can have a mix of both but in the nba you can literally just draft a team and and succeed and, yeah have nothing but youth, just stockpile picks, yeah, and then just and then that's just what go Golden State did for a long time. That's
0: what Golden State did. That's what the that's what the Celtics did. That's what Cleveland's doing now. So what the Timberwolves are doing now. Yep, like 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 you, you like you can do it. And you, and you you can succeed that way.
1: Bring in a few guys, but for the most part, you're drafting. That was also your guys. That was
0: also the way the Lakers were trending until they just
2: blew it all up. Yeah, in order in order to get LeBron wasn't a good move. LeBron. It,
0: it, they won the
3: title so. Mm. I don't know. It's debatable.
2: I don't think they were going to be very good with the team that they were building.
3: No.
1: Because they pretty much sent that damn team down to New Orleans when they caught Anthony Davis. They did. And it wasn't great. Do you think they regret that trade now? Who, New Orleans? Or no, definitely not New Orleans. The Lakers?
3: Yeah. Um,
1: I don't think so. Like you said, they got a ring out of it. That's true. And if, if AD stays healthy... They're good. Uh, Like, LeBron and AD could win another title without Westbrook. And they got to get some other pieces around them. they got to.
2: Now, my question is, how do you think the Lakers
0: move on from Russell Westbrook this season? Because you know they have to now.
1: You have to bring on another bad contract. It's the only way. Because his contract is so bad, you have to take on another bad contract. Unless you just buy him out. You have to. I mean, you you can't keep him. He's got to be gone.
0: He, he has to be.
1: It's one thing to be a, a bad basketball player. It's another thing to be a bad basketball player and toxic.
2: That's what he is. But I don't like. I don't think it's necessarily his fault
1: that he's bad or that he's toxic. That he's toxic. Kind of is. So, dude, you got at some point you got to look in the mirror.
0: But, like, but, but but then again, at the same time, he's never, he's never
1: had a problem like this until he's gotten to the Lakers. Okay, but can you name another superstar that hasn't worked with LeBron?
3: That's true.
2: Shaq? I don't really remember. I was young.
1: Ver- Ver- Vergeau. Okay, we're reaching. <laughs> we're, we're just pulling <laughs> names out of a hat now. And, and, like, dude, he didn't work with LeBron. He didn't work with James Harden. Granted, he's kind of tough to work with. He didn't work with KD. That's a lie. They did work. It was, K- it was KD's decision to leave. Okay, no, no, well, no, no, no. I'm talking, I'm talking about in Houston, not in OKC with James. Huh. But he didn't work with KD. He did work with KD, though. Yeah, until KD was like, fuck this, I'm out. Because of him.
2: I don't know if it was all because of him.
1: I'm pretty sure he came out and said it was. It was him and the organization.
2: More
0: so the organization, I would like to think.
1: I uh, Russ was a problem with, though.
0: Do but, but, but then again, at the same time, like there was no problems with Bradley Beal.
1: That's Brad, fair. Bradley Beal also wants to stay in Washington for whatever reason. I don't know. I love Bradley Beal. I got love for the Wizards because they're the hometown team. But damn it, he deserves better. I know
0: he does. It, re- <laughs> it really pisses me off that he, does, that he doesn't try to do it either.
1: I mean, it's the same thing with Dame. He's so loyal to Portland. I know. He deserves better than Portland. I
0: know.
2: I mean, you could I mean, say that for so many players.
1: Yeah. People were saying it about Giannis until he just won a ring, so. Yeah.
2: People are going to start saying it for Lucas soon, too. Yeah. And Zion.
1: Well, he's out anyway, so it doesn't matter. I know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Burma Street eating all the gumbo you can find. I would, too. This shit smacks. be fuck. Jesus,
0: yeah, sorry, that was that was, <laughs> that was uncalled for. Yeah, that was really uncalled I'm, for. It. I'm very sorry about that. Um, so yeah, um, now that the uh, now that the playoff is kind of playing out the way that it is, who do you have winning? Winning it all?
1: Yeah. Um, conferences. I have it. Uh, I have the Suns winning the West and the Nets. What's your Western Conference Finals? Western Conference Finals is um, you have the Nets? Uh, sorry, continue. I'm sorry. Do <laughs> your thing. Um. I have the Suns and the uh Warriors. Okay. In the west, I have the Suns winning that. Um and then in the east, I have the Nets. And I can't say I don't think I can say that the um Nets and Bucks cuz I think they end up they would end up playing each other in the second round. They're playing each other in the first round. In the first round. To be 2v7. Yeah. Um no, no, no they're, sorry. They're Boston. Boston,
0: yes colors color green. One on top of another. Whatever. I read it wrong.
1: So I think they end up playing them in the second round. If I were, if I can picture the bracket correctly in my head. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think with that, with that being that, um, I don't know of another team.
2: If they beat the Bucks, the East is theirs.
1: I don't think there's another team that can beat them.
2: I think the Celtics can.
1: I think they. I think they handle the Celtics in six.
3: In the first round. Yes.
1: Jeez. I think they handle the Celtics in six. <sighs> they probably go to six or seven against the uh, against the Bucks, and then but I'm telling you, once they get once they get out of that, whoever they play, it, it it's theirs.
2: They. I mean, they for sure have the toughest road. Yeah. Um, yeah, they. I mean, they definitely do.
0: They um, for sure
1: have the toughest road. But I think if there's a team that ha- could have that road and succeed, it's probably them with KD and Kyrie, two very, very good scores. There's talks about Ben Simmons coming back. I know that they're not going to get a lot of offensive production out of him, huh. but they're going to get some, some good defense, some rebounding, and uh, just some, some court vision.
0: We love some good D over here. I cannot believe you just <laughs> said that.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. You saw an opportunity and just took it. <laughs> Would you expect anything less? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that. I can, but I can't. Well, you set me up. It's your own fault. Uh just set you up with some good D there, apparently. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll
0: never say no.
3: This just <laughs> keeps getting worse. It does. It does. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't even say my laugh on that one. Oh,
1: man. Yeah, geez. Um, Who do you got?
0: Um, I think in the West, I think it's going to be, um, Phoenix and Golden
1: State in the finals. Okay. That one is such a toss up. So I know originally I did have Golden State. I think they pull it out. I don't know. I, I, I just got to lean towards Phoenix here. See, I don't
0: know why. See, my whole thing is, I was going to say, well, the, well, the experience with Golden State would really come into play here, but... Phoenix just played in the finals last year. Yeah, and they of. and they followed it up with their best record in team history. Yeah, so it's 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 not like they were like a one hit wonder or anything like that. And see, the crazy thing is, like people saw this coming from the way they performed in the bubble. Yeah, so they went eight and zero with uh with uh bubble MVP TJ Warren. <laughs> no, he didn't play for them then. He played for Indiana. Whatever that ain't that important. Yeah, he he yeah he played for Indiana. that's not important. Um. And see what the East? I don't really know either but the East. Because, like you said, if Cleveland pulls this out tonight, I think they have a realistic, realistic chance of beating the Heat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, I, I, like, I think Brooklyn does have a pretty realistic chance of beating the Celtics. Honestly, I think we're going to get a rematch in the finals. Buck-Suns? Buck-Suns, yeah. I wouldn't be mad about it. I wouldn't be mad about it either because it was a good series. It was a very good series. you know another sure. team that you really got to watch out for? For whatever reason, I don't know why. But it's a team that I, I I have my eye on, and I think they could be sneaky. You really gotta watch Toronto. So that's a damn. That's a damn well coached team. Yeah, they are very well coached. I'll they're, give you that one. They're very well coached. Um, between Pascal Pascal and, uh, Van Vliet. and Van Vliet, like those are two guys who could definitely take over games and win games for you. They have Scotty Barnes. They have all like they have a bunch. They have a bunch of guys on that team. If I'm if I'm Philly. I'm concerned because see with Philly also they don't have Matisse Stiebel. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know he got injured. He's not what? He's not vaccinated. He can't travel to to Toronto. Oh,
3: he can only he
1: can only play at home. How the turntables have?
0: <laughs> How the turntables have? So they're only going to have him for four
2: games. Granted, that's you, enough.
0: You only need four games to win. But
2: like if. Say Toronto steals when in Philly. You don't have a perimeter a perimeter defender to take to take
0: on um, to take on Fred VanVleet. Yeah, or even take on Scottie Barnes. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna dismantle the um, 76ers by themselves. Don't they have uh, Gary Trent Jr. too? That's another guy you can go out and get your bucket. But then again, at the same time, the Suns the Suns fourth option is is a fake ass J. Cole Tobias Harris. <laughs> That's their fourth option. Dude,
1: I don't know, he can get a bucket.
0: And Tobias Harris can go out and get a bucket. Like Ty- like Tyrese Maxey has definitely taken over as the third option on the team. Yeah. Um which I thought it would have been I I thought it would have been Tobias? I agree. Um so Ty- so Tyrese Maxey's definitely coming into his own. Um but I mean like,
2: like again like like if Joel goes off like, like Joel Embiid by himself can carry you through the first round.
1: Through the first round, for in most series, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, especially without the lack of, with with the lack of a big man presence, especially that Toronto has. They have Pascal Siakam, but he's not like he's nowhere near as tall as Joel Embiid. No, not at all. Granted, he's a good defender, but Joel Embiid's just different. Um. Like people compare, like people, like people were comparing Joel Embiid to Hakeem Olajuwon when he was coming out of Kansas.
1: I think the only, I think there's only like two people in the league that could really realistically guard, um, Joel Embiid, and it's probably Rudy Gobert just and and Giannis, two defensive yeah. player of the years, tall, lanky. Uh, Giannis is faster than Gobert, so he's you know
0: probably KD too, because KD has the speed and the length. The only thing is that. Um, but he's too skinny. He's too, yeah. He's too scrawny. He yeah, to back him down. Yeah, Joel Embiid is just so much. he's probably so much stronger. I think Giannis is probably the only person that could check him one on one. Yeah, successfully. So, yeah, maybe Anthony Davis also. When I'll An- give you that one. When Anthony Davis is at his peak, I'll give you that one. Also, if LeBron wants to put some shackles on on someone, he can do that too. LeBron
1: would just be like, "God, right, you're going to back me down, and I'm going to pull the chair out."
0: <laughs> That'd be a LeBron move. And then they're going to bust their ass. Yeah. get all
1: butt hurt. Um. I think I think ultimately Phoenix wins it though. I hope they do, man. I hope Chris Paul finally gets one. And I like and I like Devin Booker. So I hope do you he think gets if Chris
0: too. Paul does get it, he'll retire? Yeah, he's out. Do you? Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, go out on top. You can't really you can't really blame the guy. He's had a good. He's had a very good career. Um, first ballot Hall of Famer. For first ballot Hall of Famer, especially with a ring. Yeah. He's first ballot without it. Um, he's definitely right. a first ballot. Um, with with uh, with a ring. I mean, to be honest with you, like if he doesn't get a wing, he doesn't get a wing. Jeez, uh, wing stop, fat boy. Need a ten piece. Shout out Rick Ross. <laughs> if he doesn't get a ring, um, he's top five uh, players in the NBA that don't have a ring. You got to think that's AI. There's Charles Barkley, Carmelo, Carmelone. There's a lot of good names up there. Yeah. I think I think if he ends his career without one, he's still top five without one. Like like top five NBA player without a ring. I think he ends up there.
2: Okay.
1: He's had a really good career, man.
2: I agree with you. I definitely I definitely agree.
1: We just spent a lot of time on the NBA.
0: Yeah, not really talking about anything like of note either. We kinda of just like babbled about
2: nothing. Just kinda of rambled. That's fine though. It was a good conversation. Well, why don't we ramble about something else now? What do you want to ramble about? I don't care. Well, we'll cover this one real quick. Did you what Spencer Rattler said today? No. What did he say? He said that he made the very. He said that he made the right decision about going to South Carolina. Okay. Have fun being a Gamecock, you jackass. So my question is, how do you think uh, South Carolina will actually do this season?
1: I don't know. Five wins. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how the good they were before.
0: I'm about to, I'm about, I'm about to pull up their pull up their schedule.
1: See what we think here. Oh, this is gonna
2: take me forever to find them.
1: I but like realistically, like I don't know. There's not many players that like top end players that come from South Carolina. What Debo and Jadavian Clowney? Is that it? Yeah, Debo Samuel Jadavian Clowney. I mean, who else? Okay, here's their schedule coming up for this season. Oh, uh, there was a. Uh... What's his uh, name J C Horn too? Wasn't he there? Yeah, J- yeah. yeah, J C Horn too. I can Name three guys, um, out they, of
0: hundreds. They had a good running back that came out of there too. I just can't remember his name.
2: Nah, I don't know. All right, so here, so this is so this is South Carolina's schedule for this upcoming season. Um, they open against Georgia
0: State. Go on the road to Arkansas. Then they're then they host the defending national champions, Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> I don't know what team this is. Oh, this is the University of Charlotte.
1: So they're two and two right now.
2: Did they lose Arkansas? Yeah. Okay. Um. Then they have uh, South Carolina State at
0: home. Three and two. Uh, on the road to Kentucky. Hmm.
2: I don't know. We'll give them four and two. Okay. At home versus A and M. Texas. Yep. Four and three. At home versus That's,
0: Missouri is always sneaky for an upset every year. Dude, they're sneaky. I don't know. I'll give them five and three. Okay. Uh, this one's a foregone conclusion already. Uh, on the road to Vanderbilt. So we'll go ahead and give them six and three. Six and three. Okay. <laughs> um, then they finish up with on the road to Florida. Six
2: and four. At home versus Tennessee. Six and five. And
1: at home versus Clemson. Or on the road to Clemson. Six and six. I do. Hey, not knowing anything about them, I said five wins. I don't think that was that bad of a guess. Huh. I think they're five hundred teams. They came.
0: They came in fourth last year in the SEC.
1: They're five hundred team, seven and five at best. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, i I saw that. Uh, I saw the power rankings has Oklahoma as the eighth ranked team coming into the season. So, hmm. when we're sooner baby. Let's get it. They're
2: they're they're pegging uh pegging Notre Dame as uh, fifth. You know, what, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull that up. Yeah, let me see that
0: rankings. Here we go. I don't know if it'll give me preseason or not. Let's see. Yeah, it's only gonna be
2: 2021.
3: Mm. Yeah, it's not fun. Oh well. Yeah, kind of stinks. Maybe next week.
1: Yeah, um, let's hop into. Uh, we decided we wanted to do another mock draft. Yes, this week. Um, this is
0: probably going to be our final mock draft heading heading into the season. Yeah, we're heading
1: heading into the draft. Just because the draft's coming up quickly, and mm. um, I don't know how much is going to change from here.
0: Right. So, so with so with this mock draft, uh, I was also I was this time I was actually very very engaged. Uh, I have not had anything to drink yet today since I'm also on painkillers trying to get rid of the shoulder pain. Uh, so that's a good thing. So it's lit. Shout out painkillers. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So I. Um, with this mock draft, we also did take into consideration some trades i think we yeah we i
1: think we have four
0: four trades maybe. um maybe what what the teams gave up in order to get to these different positions is not important it's just it's just the fact that they made these deals to go ahead and get up because a lot of the trades that happened on draft day really don't make a whole lot of damn sense to begin with yeah um so
1: um yeah
0: well we uh let we go ahead and just kick it off here and
1: uh take it from there, so with that being said, we um I think from our last one we have a little bit of a of a change up here at the number one pick. Um there's a lot of buzz going around about this guy being um a sneaky top uh top selection here, um being that guy from Jacksonville, uh used to draft for the 49ers and likes the home runs a little bit more. Yep. Um so we have Trayvon Walker as the number one overall pick here. Yeah, so
0: with Trayvon Walker, he performed very, very well at the combine. Uh he's a like like he he's a freak in the measurables. Like tall, athletic, fast, twitchy, mm-hmm. like all, like a lot, like a lot of the things that um, you just can't teach. That, that exactly, that you just can't teach. The size aspect that you can't teach, the speed at his size, similar to Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just something that is not seen very, very frequently. The person or the the general manager that Holman is is referring to, he um, he got a lot of slack for catch, for taking Alden Smith in the first round. Yeah. Um, I believe we discussed this on the last podcast as well. Um, and Alden Smith actually ended up winning Rookie of the Year with eighteen and a half sacks. Yeah, he
1: just popped off.
0: Oh, just just went nuts. People are like, "Who the hell is he picking? Why is he allowed to pick?" And it ended up it ended up being right for a very short period of time. I forget exactly what happened to Alden Smith, but think he had some legal issues. I believe he did as well. But he he had a very very good start to the beginning of his career. Also,
1: before we go any further, rest in
0: peace, Dwayne Haskins.
1: Yeah, holy crap! I can't believe we forgot about that. Yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. Golly, man. Yeah, that was like
0: we like we would have a lot of fun at Dwayne Haskins' expense. Like, like, like I'm like I'm pretty I'm pretty sure like whenever whenever he would do something like spastic, um, me and Tyler would call him like Dwayne Trashcan, or something or something like that. But um, the fact that that happened to um what happened to Dwayne Haskins happened to him. Um, in the mat in the manner that he ended up passing, it's very very, very tragic. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you wish on anyone. Um, so I highly doubt that the friends and family of Dwayne Haskins listen to this podcast, but on a lot of the chances they do. Um,
1: our thoughts and prayers. Our thoughts and prayers, absolutely. Yeah, it's <clears throat> tragic and uh just way too young. Yeah, like like Dwayne Haskins died at he's 24. twenty four. He's I'm twenty four. Yeah. I'm 26. I have so much life to live. He oh, had wow. so much life to live. It's a damn shame, man. Right. Right. Like, I mean, I mean, also, I think at some point he was going to get his shot
0: again. Because Dwayne Haskins wasn't a bad quarterback. No, he just needed a little bit of guidance. That's all That's all he needed. I, th- I think he got some of it to an extent with Ben Roethlisberger being being the starter. And Mike Tomlin.
1: Really good head coach. Really, yeah, really good head yeah,
0: coach. Yeah, I, I hate Mike Tomlin because he's so successful at the Steelers, and
1: I hate the Steelers. And he stood on the field when Jacoby Jones is running a punt back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that really makes me hate him. That,
1: that, that, <laughs> that, that alone. That, that alone, yeah.
0: But I think he was just a player that just needed some guidance. I, th- I mean, I, I I know one big knock on him when he was coming into the into the NFL is that maturity may have been an issue. Um, it, it pr- proved to be so; hence taking selfies with fans after your team wins a game and you miss the final kneel down of the game. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, like all the talent was there, the potential was there, and uh, unfortunately, we're never gonna get, we're never going to get to see it. Yeah. Like, dude, he torched the Ravens secondary for 500 yards one year.
1: Yeah, it's a shame, man.
0: Right. So. Again, just wanted to, just wanted to mention that thoughts and prayers to Dwayne Haskins and his family.
1: Yeah, hope you guys find the peace you guys uh you guys deserve and need. Again, you probably won't listen to this, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, back to the uh, regularly scheduled program here. Back to the topic. Actually, I forgot it. What was <sighs> oh, money in the shadow? Yeah, I forgot it. I'm reminded. What I say? I forgot it. That's because I forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're so dumb. I set you up for that one. Shout out Dreamville. Uh, with the number two pick, uh, we have the Detroit Lions taking Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, like this is something that I really, really want to happen
0: because he's a Michigan guy. Like not just because he went to Michigan; he's from the state of Michigan. Yep. Detroit is in Michigan. Like it just makes so much sense. That's a that's a Dan Campbell type of guy. It is like hardworking. You know what you're getting out of him. High motor. High motor. Yep. Never takes place off. Yep. That is somebody that Dan Campbell would love to have on his team.
1: I watched him. Um. Against Ohio State, dude was just—I mean—he was just laboring. He was just really, really struggling, like out of breath, like literally like gasping for air. Didn't come off the field. He doesn't. He he never gives up, man. That's why he was. That's why that's why he was up for the high spin. Yeah, doesn't give up. He was also the sack leader in college football.
0: Right. Yeah. He like he's <laughs> and like and offensive lineman in the in the um Big Ten are no slouches.
1: No, no, they're uh, it's that's a good uh, that's a good conference over there.
0: That's a. That's a healthy conference that takes a player strong.
1: That's a healthy conference. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um speaking of another healthy conference, uh at number three the Houston Texans select Evan Neal out of Alabama.
0: Yeah, so Evan Neal's the type of guy we we, we looked at it. Evan Neal has played three hundred plus snaps at left guard, left left guard, left tackle, and right tackle. Yeah. Uh he's played more time at tackle than he has guard. Um, but he's a guy that you can
1: plug and play at every position, I think, besides center. Pretty much, but just because we were unsure about the whole Laramie Tunsil situation—if they're going to bring him back, if they're going to let him go—this is a good replacement. If you are, right. you could always kick him over right tackle. You can move him inside to guard, right? Like, like he gives you a
0: lot of flexibility on the line. That's a team that literally needs everything, and starting with another stud offensive lineman is not a bad way to start. And Davis Mills actually had a
1: sneaky good season last year.
0: I think he's going to have one again. Um, I mean, you already have Brandon Cooks. I think you can sign another wide receiver, wide receiver in the offseason to give you to give you some help.
1: Julio Jones is still out there. It's not a bad veteran wide receiver to bring in, right?
0: And, and I mean, low I mean, expectations. They also do have another pick coming around at thirteen. Yeah, they could trade out of that. Go get some more picks. Um, like they could trade back with Green Bay, get two first round picks. Good. Do I do I think it happens? No, no. as you guys will find out very shortly. Spoiler. Um, yeah, spoiler. But um, <laughs> but yeah, Evan Neal, he's he's my best offensive lineman.
1: I think so. Um, not that
0: I've made a list or anything like that, but I, I like I do have guys that I favor over some other players.
1: Sure. Um, speaking of a guy that most people are favoring at number four, the Jets select Mod Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati. Around the NFL, a lot of people are saying that this is a foregone conclusion. There's there's a lot of people that say that are saying like he is the best rated player in the draft, and it's not unrealistic to take him at one. But you're not really going to take a cornerback at number uh-uh. one. No. Um, I mean. Jacksonville's had a history of having some good
0: corners, some being Jalen Ramsey. AJ Boyer was pretty good for him for a season or two. Yeah, yeah, when he when he was there. Um, but um, Amari Garner going to the Jets, that is just going to be such a such a godsend for uh, um, Robert Sala and that defense. Yeah, and that defense needed a lot
1: of help last year. They do a lot of help. They do. Uh, with the fifth pick, we have. Uh, there's a lot of talks about uh, the Giants wanting to trade out of this. Um, you and I came to the um, conclusion that like they probably don't. We just don't see a lot of people wanting to trade up to five for what's sitting there. Um, so we have at five the Giants taking Kavon Thibodeau out of Oregon. So my personal opinion, Kavon Thibodeau is
0: probably the last player that I would trade into the top five to get. The other, the other four have already been picked ahead of him. Yeah. If I'm a team that is very needy at corner, tackle, or pass rush, if one of those five players are still sitting there at five, I think that, and and teams fall in love with them. I think th- I think teams will be chomping at the bit to get up there. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I think the Giants will realize that they just can't pass on a guy like that. Yeah. Um, I personally think that Aiden Hutchinson is better than Thibodeau. Yes. And I also have Thibodeau right ahead of Trevon, Trayvon Walker.
1: That's just me. Okay, so you have Hutchison, uh, Thibodeau, and then Walker.
0: Walker. Walker, Yeah, Walker's my number three. Okay. Um, but I think with the potential that Kayvon Thibodeau um, shows, I think he's just somebody who's, so, like, you can't pass over him at five. No. He he has the type of potential that's, that's like, once-in-a-generational type talent, mm-hmm. similar to the potential that Javon, uh, Jadavion Clowney showed. Yeah and uh similar to the potential that Miles Garrett had when he came in when he came into the NFL one it it worked out for one of them hasn't worked out so far for the other one um but I think that's the type of potential that you could see from Thibodeau.
1: true so at number 6 this was another one we went back and forth on about a trade happening once again just couldn't really <laughs> uh, you you could see a trade happening more so than I could I personally couldn't see a trade really happening here mm-hmm. Um, but we have the Panthers selecting Aquanu here, um, tackle out of North Carolina State.
0: Yeah. So, so with six, I actually think that's probably the best chance for. I I think six is going to be the first spot where a quarterback is taken.
1: Yeah. That's whether whether my they person. take it or whether someone moves into six to take it.
0: Right. That I mean, I think I think you and I kind of both think on the same wavelength as far as that goes. Um, I know you don't like. Do you think there's a a first round worthy quarterback in the draft? First round worthy or just not
1: I think there's 10 worthy. I think there's two that's first round worthy. Did we pick them both? Yes. Okay. Um but I uh man, I not top 10 for me personally. Potent- um, potential wise I think there's only one top 10 quarterback. Ceiling wise. Yeah. We, we picked both of them. One has a higher ceiling than the other. The other one's floor is higher. The other one's floor is higher. So you kind of have to pick your poison of, about what you want. There's Bo- a, both names are about you're going to hear soon. Yes, exactly. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you in the sense that six is the place that you move up to go grab a quarterback. Um, but uh,
0: that's, if you're, that's if you're like absolutely, absolutely sold on one. Yeah, you got to be in love. Um, so I mean, teams teams to look out for to trade up that high. Um, sound it's going to sound strange. Atlanta, who's two picks away. Um, I think Seattle as well. You can see move up. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. um, Washington. I think has the potential to.
1: I'm not sold that uh, Houston doesn't. Houston could. I'm not sold. I think New Orleans could. Saints for sure, absolutely. Um
0: there's a bunch of teams that have the potential to move up.
1: There's another team that I think could move up, but it's kind of ties into a later topic. Ah, got it. So we'll swing back around to that one. Cause if we, once we start talking about it, we're, we're going to get off topic. That's very true. Okay. Yeah. So with number seven here, we have the giants selecting Charles Cross tackle out of Mississippi state.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think with the giants, I mean, the giants are going to stay in the top 10 for at least one of their picks. Yeah. Um, between edge rush and tackle, I really don't think you could go, go wrong with either way for them. Um, and it just so happens that they're going to get the two best available guys for them. Yeah, at that time. Um, I so I, th- I, th- I think those are slam dunk picks for the Giants. Yeah, like it's a good way for Brian Dable to start off.
1: I agree,
2: I agree. So we have our first trade here. Yes, we do. And th- th- like, yes, this is biased, but then again.
0: This is also something that I could actually see happening. It's realistic. So a little bit of foreshadowing, um, but we have the Ravens jumping up to eight with the Falcons and with the eighth pick, the Baltimore Ravens select Derek Stigley Jr., corner from
1: LSU. I personally think that they're going to be in love. I personally think they're in love. I do too. I think a lot of teams are honestly as well. And that's why you have to go grab him because he's not sitting at four. He's not going to sit at 14. No. no way he falls to 14. We can't sit if he at 14 didn't, if he him.
0: didn't, If he didn't show out at his pro day, I think there was a better chance. Yes. Um, but even so, you can just look at tape, and you
1: know that he's not getting that far. He's battle-tested. He played in the SEC. Like, That's DBU. It's a DBU. A like, lo-
0: there have been a lot of corners and safeties that have came from LSU that have
1: thrived in the NFL. He at wore this point, Kobe's number. it's I mean, not an anomaly. No. No, it's, it's not. It's not an anomaly. So he wore 24 when he was at LSU. He wore Kobe's number. I mean, and he's being drafted eighth and he's being drafted eighth. (laughs) I mean, I mean, come on. That's like written in the stars. Holy
2: shit. And who also wears number eight? Lamar Jackson.
1: All right, there it is. It's the Illuminati at his finest. Yeah, we're going to have to send this to the Ravens. (laughs) Yes, we are. Um, At number nine. We have the first quarterback taken off the board, and the Seattle Seahawks select Malik Willis. Yeah, Malik Willis is 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 my best quarterback in the
0: draft. Um, I know you're not very sold on those small school guys. He,
1: I mean, he got um, he got recruited to Georgia. He was there at Georgia. Auburn was it Auburn? It was an SEC school. I don't know why I thought Georgia. Um, And he ended up he couldn't he didn't get the job, so he transferred. He transferred. He to went to Liberty. A, went to a smaller
0: school. It's lesser competition. He showed out against teams,
1: um, but he also had he also had times where he wasn't very dominant. Yeah, I mean he struggled from from the little bit of, that I've watched. And, and now, granted, when I watch it, it's like highlights or lowlights on ESPN. So of course they're going to show the best of the best and the worst of the worst. Of course, of course. Um, it's you know. He made incredible throws or he um, didn't really understand the concept of the defense that was being ran against him. He kind of struggled reading it. His pocket presence got a little, um, he got a little antsy, kind of struggled in the pocket, moving in the pocket right. and, um, and stuff like that. So um, those are things that you can coach
3: um,
1: right. to an extent. And they're fixable in the NFL. The pocket presence thing is more or less just a feeling. It's just a it's just a natural instinct and a feeling that you have. So that not, one's going to be tougher. I'm to not
0: tri- I'm not trying to make the comp, but those are also a lot of problems that Lamar Jackson had. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> yeah, or you, you could say, quote unquote, problems that Lamar that Lamar had. Yeah, it's not necessarily Lu- a problem. He was coming out coming out of Louisville. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's not necessarily a problem. Right. Um. We have our second trade here. So we have the Steelers trading up with. The Broncos, I believe it is. No, um, ten is the Jets. Jets. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I was trying to scroll through and find it don't with be, the Jets. Don't be sorry. Hope you careful. You are right. Um, <laughs> and the Steelers actually select Matt Corral. Yeah, so Matt Corral is probably the most pro-ready quarterback in the in, in the draft. I it, personally, I think he he's my number one quarterback. Okay. Um,
0: I mean he. I, th- I think I think me and me and Holman preach. He's battle tested. He played in SEC. He played he played in. A, Probably the most pro ready offense had Lane Kiffin as his uh, head coach, right? Lane Kiffin is a very offensive, offensive minded coach. Um, I think this would also give Matt Corral a good opportunity to learn the
1: game. He's also hurt. Yeah, just just sit back, learn the offense. Like they have brought in Mitch Trubisky and say what you want about Trubisky. Trubisky's a winner. He's not a bad quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. He's not a bad guy to learn behind. They kind of have a similar play style too. Yeah, can can move. Trubisky's a little bit more mobile. He's, yeah, he's a little bit more mobile, a little bit more willing to get out and do the things than maybe Matt Corral is, but Matt Corral can get on his horse and move a little bit. Right. So, I mean,
0: I, th- like, I think it would be a good pick by the Steelers. Um, will it work out? Who knows? I don't like, like that. Only time will tell there. Sure. Um, it's okay, in my opinion, because the Ravens shirt up their secondary. Yeah. They can just let Marlowe play in the slot where he thrives. Yeah, he does so good. And in then there. you have two you have two ball hawks playing at corner and a ball hawk at safety. Yeah, I'm not so mad about it. Good luck. Um we went into a deep dive with the top ten in order for time. We'll just kind of roll through the rest. Um at number eleven, we have uh the Washington Commanders taking Kyle Hamilton at Notre Dame. Number twelve, we have Trent McDuffie going to Minnesota. Thirteen, we have George Carlyftis going to uh Houston. Um at number fourteen. Uh, we have the Atlanta Falcons taking Garrett Wilson. That's a good pick for them. I agree. Um, I think I think there's also a pick that that they could make it eight if they stay there, and it works out for them very, very well to still get my number one wide receiver in the draft. Garrett Wilson's my number one as well. Yeah, it, it would be it would be Jamison Williams if he was healthy, but um, yes. But yeah, they got Garrett Wilson there. Uh, number 15, Devin Lloyd is going to the Eagles. 16. We have Drake London going to the Saints.
1: He's my number three receiver behind Chris Olave. I have both Ohio State guys ahead of him. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just think Drake London is a, uh, is a possession guy. He's a go up and get it, he's a possession guy. He doesn't really get the separation. Chris Olave does, um, Garrett Wilson does. I, Jameson Williams would if he was healthy. So, um, I actually had Drake London as my second wide receiver. I got him at three.
0: But I also have Chris Olave at my fourth. Okay. I have Jameson Williams third. Sim- I have Jameson Williams
1: sim- at four. Simply because Jameson Williams is hurt. I have Jameson Williams at four because he's hurt. Yeah. Uh,
0: at 17, we have Jordan Davis going to the Chargers. At 18, I think this is, a, I think this would end up being a steal. This is, a, yeah, this is an absolute steal. Uh, Jermaine Johnson going to the Eagles. Uh, night Number 19, uh, Bernhard Raymond. Going to the Saints to fill in for uh, Teron Teron Armstead. Teron Armstead, um, number twenty. Um, the Jets take Jameson Williams. Um, they try to get Tyree Kill. So having a speed guy being drafted, even even if you're not going to use him year one, would the do, majority of year one, yeah, would do Zach Wilson a whole lot of good. Um, at twenty one, the Patriots take Jacoby Dean. 22, uh, the Green Bay Packers take their possible new number one wide receiver, Chris Olave. That's a good pick. Uh, number 23, um, Arizona takes Tyler Linderbaum. I don't know what their center situation is, but I think that's a guy that you can't pass on at 23. Um, number 24, Devontae Wyatt goes to the Cowboys. Got another trade here. Another trade. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals swap with the Buffalo Bills. Get up to 25, and they take Zion Johnson. Guard from Boston College. Number 26, Traylon Burks goes to the Titans. 27, Andrew Booth Jr. goes to the Buccaneers. Uh, Number 28, Trevor Penning goes to the Packers. Back-to-back picks here by the Chiefs, who I will not be surprised if they end up trading up a little higher to get somebody too. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, They take uh Jahan Dotson and then um Lewis Sean sign. I don't know how you pronounce his last name person. I'm not 100% sure The, sa- the either. safety from Georgia. Um, with the 31st pick, the Buffalo Bills, who, again, traded with uh, Cincinnati. Take Kair Elam.
1: Um, don't be surprised if they take a running back here. <clears throat> we went back and forth. I thought they went running back, but they might wait. There's a lot of talent. There's a yeah. lot of talent in this year's draft. And then number 32, um, again, this is, this is a guy that I think Dan
0: Campbell will love. Stick with the Michigan connection. Uh, Daxon Hill. Uh, the corner from uh, from Michigan goes to the Lions. That's right. a guy who can do anything. Yeah, but he also plays safety. And he, yeah. he can play
1: any defensive back position. He's like a Brandon Stevens.
0: Yep. Like he the can, Ravens. He
1: can do literally
0: anything on the back end.
1: Yep. He could probably play a little bit of linebacker too. We jokingly were like, do they take a Jobo and pair up a Jobo and Hutchinson again? And we're like, actually, fuck, that doesn't sound half bad. But then we decided. And see,
0: and see another, another thing with uh, the Lions is they still have one of the top three picks in the second round. They could... Do it on day two.
1: Yeah. The, the, yeah. They have, uh, they have 34.
0: Okay. So yeah, that, that, that's also something that can happen. So, um, yeah, that is our, uh, that is our final mock draft.
1: And we will actually be posting this one. I know the last time we did a mock draft, I said I was going to post it, but like, I don't know the PFF, the website we use, like, I, I don't know what I couldn't get a I couldn't get a picture of it. Yeah. So we have a picture of it now. Um, so be on the lookout
0: for that. If you want to actually get a visual look on what it happen on what actually happens. And let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts. Anything you like, anything you didn't like. Um I'm sure we ha- I I know we at least have football fans of two different teams who listen to this podcast.
1: Yeah. Between Commanders
2: and Patriots.
0: Okay, three with Ravens fans too.
1: Yeah. We got three we got three fan bases here. Doesn't Sarah like the Patriots? also? No. <clears throat> yes. And uh, my buddy Brandon. Yes. Shout out to Aaron Brandon. Shout out to Aaron Brandon. Um, so the team that I was talking about that I could see moving up to take a quarterback um, is the Arizona Cardinals because it is reported that Kyler Murray is willing to sit out until he gets his contract extension. <clears throat> um.
2: Jeez. I don't know, man. I think he's an idiot.
3: What is
2: happening down there? It's the fan in the bathroom. Someone's about to stink it
1: up. Dude. It sounds like someone just started a Harley Davidson in your living room, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool, isn't it? I think Kyler Murray's an idiot, dude. Like, to be let's be honest with you that like uh, there's only they only have two teams in their way as far as getting to the Super Bowl one of which is in the division in the Rams, and one plays in Tampa. And the 49ers? And the 49ers, depending on what they have going on at quarterback. That's still its own little clusterfuck. Um, And Debo Samuel is apparently not happy. Um, So, yeah, exactly. Who who the hell knows? Don't piss off Debo. We learned that from Friday. Um, Yeah. Like, uh, dude, you... You're still on a rookie contract that gives your team money to go out and get people to help you win. Also, you've been in the league for what? Three years? Two? Three years? He's been injured? Two? Three years? Yeah. Like, you haven't proven that you're worth the $48 million or whatever it is that you want. Like, at least Lamar has won a unanimous MVP. Has made it to multiple playoffs, you know. Multiple playoffs. <laughs> Granted, he's what one and three in the playoffs. Irrelevant. Not entirely his fault. I mean, for the one game against the Titans, I think he had 500 yards of offense and we lost. Peyton Manning
0: started doing three in the playoffs, also. Yeah, so it, I'm, like like the, like the whole one and three thing in the playoffs is irrelevant. Records are
1: a team thing, right? It's a it's irrelevant. So it like it is what it is, but like Lamar, at least like shows out, shows out. He does he does carry the team to wins. He does. He has won an MVP. Like,
2: what, yeah. have, what have you done? Right. You made it to the playoffs? Okay.
1: I don't even know if he's made it to the playoffs. They did. They lost to the Rams this year. Huh. But, like, my thing is, is and I was I thinking about that. this earlier in the week. I, honest to God, don't really give a shit what your playoff record is. Because it means nothing. No. Whether you lose in the conference championship game. In the divisional round or the wild card round, you still didn't make the Super Bowl. Right. Whether you lose in the Super Bowl, too. You didn't win. That's what you're trying to do. Losing in the playoffs doesn't freaking matter because you didn't win the thing that you were trying to win. I mean, end of the day,
0: even if you lose in the playoffs, you're still doing better than 18 teams that are in the NFL.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: So. Like, losing in the playoffs does not matter. Like, no. it's, it's the same thing with, like, everyone arguing, like, six for six for Jordan, Lebron lost in the finals so many times, blah, 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 whatever. He puts his team in a, in a place to win, and, like, to that degree, you can't really discredit it, but, like, it doesn't matter. If you don't win the championship, it doesn't fucking matter. No, I, I mean, I, de- I definitely agree with you as far as that goes.
0: I mean, now what you do when you're in the playoffs, that's a different story.
1: Yeah, if you shit the bed and you throw for 120 yards, no touchdowns and three interceptions, yeah, like, you suck. Like Lamar did his rookie year. We almost stormed back against the Chargers, though. Very, very true.
0: We, we almost did, but that was when Lamar, Lamar actually finally got his fucking confidence in, the, in that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, that could be a very, very dangerous situation for both, for both
2: teams. So, if Kyler Murray holds out and he doesn't play, I think he destroys
0: his value. Mm-hmm. Destroys it because the Cardinals are in no position to go ahead and, and and pay him yet because he is not. They haven't even picked up his fifth year option. That's what I'm saying. Like, what have you done to deserve it? Haven't even picked up your fifth year option. Like, they have. They have no business paying you until they want to
1: and and let's be honest that that is that is the that is the downfall to being drafted in the first round and your next contract starts where your last contract ended exactly that's like uh so dak prescott his contract his final year of his contract 52 million dollars right his next contract starts at 52 million dollars right so the sooner you pay him. The sooner you got to pay him more, exactly. So the Cardinals are in no position to go are are
0: probably in no rush to go ahead and do that. No, which okay, that's all good and fine.
1: But they also shouldn't be.
0: They also they also shouldn't be. So yes, Kyler Murray is then destroying his own value because if the team thrives and you're not on the field, which I don't think they
1: do. And they got Colt McCoy and Trace McSorley as their two quarterbacks. All
0: right, never mind. Trace McSorley could fuck around and win a Super Bowl, <laughs> dude.
1: I-, <laughs> I was so pissed when they took him off our oh, practice squad.
0: I was so pissed. But Tr- Trace McSorley could mess around. He could. He could, like he could lead that team to the playoffs. He could, They dude. have
1: they have enough talent that that they could be okay. I always said Trace McSorley should have been our second string quarterback over RG three. Well, yeah, me too. Um, so.
0: If the team actually does good and you don't play, then you're killing your own value. But then again, at the same time, you also have to keep in mind, Kyler Murray has another job. Yeah, he could go play for the Oakland Athletics. He's still employed by the Athletics.
1: He could go play for Oakland. (laughs) Yeah, so if you don't pay him, you also run the risk of losing him entirely. That's why I said they could move up and take a quarterback. And I think to some degree, I kind of hope they do. Because I kind of think... First round, maybe not. I could see them getting one in the
0: second. Like, trading up into the second to get someone like uh, Desmond Ritter. I kind of want to see some of these players get checked a little bit. Right. I kind of want to see it. Also, another, like, an, an, another thing. Speaking of a player that really needs to get checked, dude, Baker Mayfield is killing
1: his chances in the NFL. He's just got to shut the hell up.
0: That's the whole thing. What's
1: going on with these OU quarterbacks, man? I'm an OU fan. This is- this is hurt. This is pain. We've got a
0: bunch of fucking drama queens down there. God damn, so Jalen, man. Hurt, Jalen Hurts at least knows to keep his, just keep his damn
1: mouth shut. Yeah, but that's because he started with Nick Saban, right? <laughs> he didn't have he a d- choice. <laughs> he knows better. He knows better at this point. He didn't have a fucking choice. He had to keep his mouth shut. Right? <laughs> he, like, he knows better. Like, hey, if I speak up, some someone's gonna be around to smack me in the back of the head really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Saban's having uh, backup quarterbacks wing footballs at him in the locker room. <laughs> Right, exactly. He's got red shirt freshmen in there punting footballs at his head. <laughs> um, That's not true. There's, there's absolutely no true allegations <laughs> against the Alabama Crimson Tide football program here for hazing for people by kicking footballs. For out. legal reasons, this is all <laughs>
0: jokes. Right. Um, like, the whole thing is a very, very dangerous situation. It's a very dangerous situation for the Arizona Cardinals. It's dangerous for Kyler Murray. of. I, I really just hope a player gets checked. That's it. Like
2: like could you imagine they draft a quarterback in the second round? I the world that. will explode. Desmond Redder. I just said that. Desmond
1: Redder, second round. Here to here. Arizona Cardinals.
2: Arizona Cardinals. So like
0: like another thing. This is something that, this is something that is just
1: this is this is
2: laughable.
0: God's oh, so funny.
2: This is so laughable.
0: The fact that this is even happening with everything else that's already going on
2: around this organization is <laughs> ridiculous. So earlier this week, the newly named
1: Washington Commanders uh found themselves landing in some pretty hot water. Yep. So, they are in like uh they're on like FBI watch list kind of hot water.
0: Yes. Yeah, so right now, um the Washington Commanders are currently being being investigated for withholding uh revenue from season ticket holders. So so And, for, so and the NFL. Re- the other owners. With withholding withholding revenue of season ticket holders from the NFL. That's what I should have said. Yes. Because that that is what's going on. So thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank thank you for checking me. Like Carol Murray needs, needs to be checked. Yeah. <laughs> um so they've been so they've been withholding the revenue that they have made <clears throat> from their season ticket holders um from the NFL. Yes. What they've been doing is they have been um, sending um, a book of their financials to the NFL, saying, "Hey, this is how much we've made, this is how much we're reporting that we've made, this is our revenue from the past season." This is all alleged. This is like this what- is exactly. this is all alleged. Nothing has been proven just yet, but according to a lot of sources, they, like they have evidence. The information the evidence is pretty damning. Like, very damning. Yeah, yeah.. Um, So, and on the flip side of that, the book that they are sending to the NFL is not the actual book. They actually have a book of records that they're keeping their financials, which is the actual number. And they just hide that in-house. For people that don't exactly follow what I'm saying, what they're doing is considered fraud. Yep. They're skimming money. Exactly. Which, the last time that I checked, is a federal offense. It's Very, very legal. (laughs) That's also called racketeering. And that'll land you in prison. Isn't that
2: what Meek Mill went to jail for? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's next week's topic. Yeah, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished.
0: Um, but anyway, um, so it's very like. <laughs> would just getting hit with uh, Rico? <laughs> that's what that dude. Dude, dance. I about to get hit with Rico. He is, dude. Um, but but see, like. I've I've had conversations with I forget who I think it was. I want to say it was Timber Timber and I had this conversation. It may have been okay, and they said, "Ow, I just bit my tongue, idiot." <laughs> this is this is also a situation. that's very very dangerous for the NFL as well, because the whole sexual allegation thing around Dan Snyder about about Dan Snyder and I I think it's other people involved in the organization as well, not just him. But I think I think the I think he was named in the majority. I think that um the NFL knows a whole lot of information. I think I think I think the information for that is pretty damning as well. Yeah. Th- that's all that's me speculating. That's not anything that I that I know or don't know. It's not like I'm tapped in like Adam Schefter. Um, which I should be like Adam Schefter because I would do at least a better job of memorializing an NFL player after he passes away. Dude, that was disgusting, man. Yeah, we won't get it, we won't get into that. We've already we've we've already said <coughs> our piece as, as far as that goes. But um I think the big reason why the NFL is not doing anything about Dan Snyder is because I think Dan Snyder has a lot of dirt on a lot of NFL
1: owners. It could be, man. He could be holding a lot of dirt on a lot of things. This
0: was a conversation that I have with Timber.
1: Yeah, cuz we haven't had this one.
0: Yeah, I did have this conversation with Timber. Um like, a little while back, when something was reported about Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. Timber seems to think that that's Dan Snyder throwing him under the
2: bus. Hmm. Like, that's him starting to rev the bus up, like, hey, you try getting rid of me. And Jerry Jones has a lot of pool, Right. Jerry Jones is probably the most powerful owner in all of sports. Yes. I would agree. Um, I think he's
0: starting to rev the bus up. Hmm. I think you're about to see a lot of dirt, dirty laundry aired about the about
1: about NFL owners, about the commissioner. Three off the top of my head: the uh, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, and the Patriots. Right. Sorry, Brandon. Sorry, Sarah. Right. Like those are.
2: Oh, I was gonna say something. would have been so pissed. I'll
0: I, <laughs> I'll I'll will tell you after the episode. Yeah, tell me off, mic. Um. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> that is enough out of you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh if you know you know. Um but yeah, I think um I think the NFL is in for it here soon. Because if this whole if this whole thing of them withholding revenue information, if that's true, okay, you're about to have an NFL owner who's literally committing a federal crime.
1: The I I don't even know if they give him a chance to sell the team. I think they just kick him. Right, see, that's an. I, I wanted to do some research on that. I haven't done it yet. But that is,
0: Sam, dude, they kicked Donald Sterling out of the NBA mm-hmm. for having a racist conversation with his mistress mm-hmm. that she, happened, she just so happened to record. Um, he legally didn't do anything wrong. If anything, she was the one who was in the wrong for recording a private conversation that wasn't consented.
1: Doesn't make him no, a no, good person. No, 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 no. No, no we're not no, trying to no. justify it, but... No, the
0: point that I'm making is is that Dan Snyder committed a crime.
2: Yeah. A federal crime. Federal crime. That affects a lot of people. Right. right. Yeah. Like, th- like this, this... This situation could get ugly. It could get
1: ugly quick. Quick. Yeah, there's a lot... There, there are lawyers that are saying that the information is very damning. The Rams could end up being fucked too, because they're uh, they're doing some weird shit over there with how they're bending the salary cap and moving this. Yeah, shit Yeah, I don't fucking get that. <laughs> they might be they might be in trouble too.
0: I don't I don't get that shit. They they, they must they must have uh, they must have found a way to
1: file their name under under the MLB and not have any not have a salary cap. They're like funding that. the defense alone on a fucking bank account in the Cayman Islands. Have to once again, this is not true. <laughs> Probably fake. <laughs> Probably fake. But also
0: also i have a bo- I have a bone to pick with pro football focus. Why didn't I not allow us to pick two people for the Seattle Seahawks?
1: <laughs> we did not have this in the laughable moment, but there was a tweet that uh came out i think it was last week um last weekend or maybe it was uh no it was uh it was Tuesday when we went to the driving range hmm. uh somebody tweeted it said with the uh the number nine pick the seattle seahawks select who was it it was uh evan neal and kavan thibodeau and it was like there's no rule that says i can't yeah i honestly like
0: i i i think it's like it's like the same thing with like um perfect example like fdr yeah how, how he was president for 16 years straight and uh-huh. he just kept running and running and running and then they and, and then the government's like we can't let anybody do that shit again. <laughs> yeah. We got to make a rule that says, that, that says nothing. You can't do that. It's getting added into the rulebook right now because of that asshole's tweet. Right. I think, I think the NFL just assumes that nobody is stupid enough to take two players at the
1: same time. But I honestly don't think there's a rule against it. I don't know. We'd have to look into it. But it'd be so funny if the Jacksonville Jaguars, like with the number <laughs> one overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select... What the fuck? They select... There's- Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson. Guys, what the fuck? <laughs> like, we'd, hear, we'd hear Commissioner Goodell. <laughs> like, like, the commissioner
0: walks up to the podium with a card in his hand, and he like he like, looks off his side he's like,
1: there's four fucking names on this card. <laughs> who do they pick this is is this like multiple choice am i supposed to guess the answer they got trayvon walker aiden Hutchinson, icky akwondo and evan neal on here what, what the fuck am i supposed to do with this what am i supposed to do with this well there's no rule against it we
0: checked <laughs> well fuck okay <laughs> we want all four we want all four of them which they'd be stupid if they don't get derrick St- Derek stigley and Amon Gardner instead
1: six picks Oh, jeez. They just dropped the top 10 players. <laughs> that would really fuck the Ravens. They could use it. Fuck everybody. I know. Oh, my gosh. So another laughable moment happened on Twitter, and it actually happened on Twitter earlier today. So um, there was a member of the Twitter community and a Baltimore Ravens fan who tweeted um, that he was selling a autographed Lamar Jackson jersey. Can I see that picture again? Yes. There it is. It's a little like video. Well,
0: you you, you know what's going on. So you, you can
1: continue. So he tweeted that he was going to uh, he was going to sell this. Well, Lamar Jackson commented on said tweet and said, I didn't sign that. Well, it's because he didn't. And uh, dude decided he was going to quote. Lamar saying that I didn't sign that and call him out and said, I guess maybe you forgot because JSA confirmed your signing. So it was JSA um, confirmed. Which for,
0: for people that do not know, JSA is the most reputable auth- authenticator of autographs. James
1: Spence, James Spence Authentication. So they are very, very, like you said, very, very reputable. Um, and uh, it does have a JSA certification. So like he said. Uh, <laughs> they look nothing alike. Nothing alike. So, yeah, he said, I guess maybe you forgot because JSA confirmed your signing at LJ Era 8. Lamar Jackson re- uh, responded to that, saying, boy, I know how to do my signature, and that's not it. Like, yeah, that's not it. Yeah. Lamar clapped back and said, boy, I know how to do my signature, and that's not it. I just, like, just showed it home in three consecutive pictures, and they were all, the, uh, all an identical signature. Dude ended up saying, like, you know what, like, thank you for, like, um... Like helping me, like, figure out it's fake. Um, you know, still a Ravens fan, you're still the goat, blah, 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 whatever. So, dude ended up admitting it was wrong, which uh, you kind of have to because, once again, like Lamar said, it's his signature. Boy, you tripping! <laughs> Boy, you tripping! Oh, uh, shout out Drewski, shout, um, shout out Drewski, that s- bastard. So, that was just funny. I just saw it happening on Twitter today, and uh, it was just funny that some dude, like, like legitimately just tried to tell lamar that that is that he signed it his signature <laughs> like homie i did not like who do you trust jsa or lamar and it was like just a basic jsa certification like they uh they just like kind of like take that can be e- very easily dude if they can
0: make fake rolexes trust me they can fake a jsa authentication
1: ticket so it's not yeah because so there's there's different levels to it apparently there's one where they literally watch him sign it and like that's that's a level of uh, JSA certification. Um, and then there's one where they literally um, they're just like online or I guess whatever like looking at different images and like comparing it. So as you can tell, I like like I
0: like I I, I kind of know my shit when it comes when it comes to the, some of this stuff. Got one or two things signed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, shout, <laughs> shout, shout out Henry Winkler.
1: Shout out Henry Winkler.
0: <laughs> um, they have like a, they have like a database of like every every athlete signature. Um, that they that they compare it to. Yeah. Uh whether whether it be just straight straight up pictures, Lamar Jackson being one of the more popular athletes um in the world. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure they have like a, I'm sure they have authenticated multiple different autographs by Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, I can like I can assure you that
1: is not Lamar Jackson's signature. No, it is not. It is definitely like, not
0: like I, like I like we were in the car on, on the way to go get me a C four for the day, and I told you like I told you after a quick second glance, I'm like that is not his signature before turning out in traffic. But before turning out in the
1: traffic, <laughs> watching for cars going either way, I glanced at it briefly and I told you that, that, that hindsight that. being 2020, not the best idea. Huh? Hindsight being 2020, not the best idea. I was the one who also drove
0: with a with a torn labrum in my shoulder. <laughs>
1: I asked you if you wanted me to drive i I'm, I'm just i'm just fucking with you I'm, I'm good a little turkey i'm straight homie uh but that's everything we got on the uh on the list today which is probably pretty good because i think this episode is going to be over an hour and a half um also clayton kershaw got pulled after seven innings of, per- of perfect baseball ah oh, we
0: did forget that in his debut yeah he had 80 pitches thrown they pulled him nuts seven innings 80 pitches that's some that's some mlb shit yeah, that's some, of the, that's some. That's some. That's some. The show shit that we've done.
1: MLB the show shit. Yeah, yeah. Seven innings, 80, 80 pitches thrown. They pull him. If I'm him, I'm. Uh, I'm asking for a trade when I get the dugout. Yeah.
0: Also, a few a few other updates. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit three home runs with a bloody finger. Good gracious. Yeah, I completely forgot about the MLB. Um, Manny Machado went five 4 six with a two run shot the other day as the Padres just dismantled. The Braves. Uh the Orioles are the worst team in the bigs. They're the only team with only one win. Uh, let's see what else happened. Mike Trout hit a four hundred and seventy-two foot home run straight away center off the batter's eye in the new Texas Stadium. Which that's, that's a, a that's a big bitch. That's an absolute bomb. Um, let's see what else has happened. Some uh some rookie for the Indians is carrying around a base with him. For no good day. Well, there's a good damn reason because he has this he has
2: the second most bases to the first four games of a career in MLB history with 15. Dude, people people just be wildin. Yeah. Um so yeah,
0: that's about all I got. Uh Padre's super prosp Padre's top prospect Mackenzie Gore, is making his debut today. Also, today's Jackie Robinson day. Shout out Jackie Robinson. Yeah however many years ago today he ended up breaking the color barrier and
2: changing pro sports forever
1: I want to say it was 75
3: it's something like that yeah more?
2: it's been a it's, it's been a while it's been a little bit yeah so yeah American sports sports around the world changed today Se- 75 years ago today <laughs>
1: Uh, it's kinda of funny. I'm sorry, I know uh we were we were kinda of over this. Um some Panthers post whatever said uh per Ian Rappaport, the most likely landing spot for Baker Mayfield is the Carolina Panthers. Um <clears throat> Robbie Anderson commented on that and said, No <laughs>
0: That's so funny, man. Yeah, don't nobody want him. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, oh for sure. He's done. If he just kept his mouth shut, he would have been okay it have been fine. Also, did you see that Colin Kaepernick is uh, holding a tryout at the halftime of the Blue Yellow game for Michigan? E-
3: Sorry. No, I didn't see that. Yeah,
2: this was like two, maybe a week ago. I saw this.
3: <gasps> Interesting.
0: It's fucking sleepy on me. Yeah, I've been up since seven. Oh, well, that's a you problem. I still have
2: to. I, I still have to play Lego Star Wars tonight. I can't wait. <laughs> what a flex. Yeah, I don't care. It's fine. Well, let's get the heck out of here so you can.
3: Okay. All right.
2: We'll see you guys next week. All right. Thanks, guys.